Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to The Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. So what's going on, Kingdom Success listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 259. So I'm actually on the road right now. I've been on the road actually quite a bit actually today. Had some things that needed to be done. And uh, so I'm actually headed to go pick up my children. Uh, They've been actually working over at my dad's property. And uh, it's getting ready to uh, open up uh, my dad's pool. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Get the family back together and celebrate uh, a little bit over there as a family. And go from there. So I've been talking about this whole entire thing of manifesting the kingdom. And, you know, if this is your first time, you know, checking out the Kingdom Success Podcast, which uh, I appreciate uh, you guys tuning in and uh, taking, uh, you know, this on as far as listening. I just want you to kind of sit back, relax. Uh, We're going to have a nice chat. I'm driving, so I can't. We're just kind of a conversation like we were driving. How about that? Uh, Honestly, that's really how I like to do this. It just is a natural flow for me, and it's just an easy way to to chat. So I want to talk about this aspect of the currency of the kingdom. So this will be the subtitle to the overarching title, Manifesting the Kingdom. And the Bible verse that you know we've kind of springboarded off of was the Lord's Prayer, which Jesus this is Jesus talking. He says, You know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Those are some key phrases. Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. So, you know, kingdom success listeners, please hear me when I say this. You know, wherever you're at in your job, uh, your business, uh, if you're a coach, if you're, it doesn't matter where you're at. You know, we should be manifesting the kingdom. We are kingdom citizens before we are actually earthly citizens. And so Jesus actually came to proclaim not only just the good news that you can get saved and go to heaven and, you know, you know, get some, get, get away from hell. That was just one aspect of what he did, but really Jesus' main mission was to establish the kingdom. And he came back preaching the kingdom. And it was really always on his mind. I mean, you hear him talk about, um, you know, when the disciples 
were bickering over, by the way, Grace, Grace, um, bickering over the whole entire thing of, uh, you know, who's the greatest in the kingdom. You know, he brought a child over and talked about how that, you know, you've got to have the heart of a child uh, or you can't even enter into the kingdom. And my, our pastor, Pastor Jensen Franklin, uh, preached on that just the other day, on Sunday, and it really did impact me that how, how carefree of a heart a child has and how that I know personally myself, I have got to keep my heart, which again, we've talked about this multiple times that how your heart is where you know, that ground or that soil is and keeping it good, rich, fertile soil and not allowing the cares or the anxieties or the rocks of this world to come in and choke out, you know, what you might be believing for. So being that it's so important, Jesus talked about, you know, you've got to you know, had the heart of a child to be able to enter the kingdom of heaven. He talked about, you know, the kingdom of heaven is like, you know, a man uh, casting seed upon, you know, the ground. Some fell in, you know, rocky soil, blah, blah, blah. You know, the kingdom of God is, you know, like a woman looking for, you know, a lost coin. You know, it's all these analogies that Jesus utilized and, you know, put before us. And so you might be sitting there going, well, Tyler, how does that apply to my job? You know, how, do, how, does, how does this apply to you? And just chill out. I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to how this applies practically. But I just want to emphasize this to you so that you realize that, you know, the kingdom of God is a big, big deal. And unfortunately, not a lot of people preach the kingdom of God. Majority of people, well, at least in the area that I live in, kind of the uh, culture that I live in, in in America, you know, it is it is all about getting someone saved, which is great and which is awesome. But there's very little churches that actually preach on how to manifest the kingdom of God and how to actually <clears throat> um, demonstrate the kingdom. So, let me go back. So, the currency of heaven. What is the currency of heaven? So, if I want to make a transaction, if I go to, say, the grocery store, and I need to buy milk, I need to buy eggs, I need to buy some cereal, or I need to buy a loaf of bread, I have to have, traditionally here in America, you have to have a dollar bill. And that is the currency. And, you know, there is things, that piece of lo loaf of bread or that gallon of milk has a numerical value of how many dollars it takes to actually walk out the door with those items. Well, the kingdom of God operates in the same capacity. The currency of the kingdom is faith. And how do I know that? How, how do I know that, that that is? Because you can look at anywhere, any story in the Bible, 
And there is a common transaction, a common bridge, if you want to look at it from a bridge, uh, where that something comes across from heaven into this earth. From God's hand or from, you know, from, from heaven itself down to earth. There is a common bridge. There's a common currency. There has to be an exchange. It just doesn't, you know, God just doesn't swoop in and miraculously, you know, say, no, there has to be somebody, some one person or a people that actually believe God and act in faith on that belief. That is a key thing that I've just said right there. God doesn't just show up because you uh, you cry a lot or you wring your hands and you, you're praying, oh Lord, please help me, oh my God, help me, oh my, what am I going to do? You know, I, God doesn't, that doesn't move God. <clears throat> what moves God is actually your faith. I mean, Jesus, Jesus clearly talked about that in multiple places where it says, you know, it was by your faith that you've been healed or it is by your faith that you were delivered. So let's get into that. So I've been reading a book, reading a book. It's amazing. I read a book. I just got done reading the Bill Winston books. Uh, I think it was demonstrating the kingdom of God. But anyway, I'm now reading, I've gone, I'm going, I went back to a book that I haven't read um, maybe in at least 15 plus years. I'd say more than that. And the title of the book is called How Faith Works by Dr. Fred Price. Dr. Fred Price passed away, um, I believe, last year or the year before last. Great man of God. Remember watching him on TV every now and then. But that book, I'm probably, I don't know how far I am. I'm maybe into chapter two or chapter three. But it he lays out a very clear case why faith is so important. I mean, he even talks about how that faith, the subject of faith, should be one of the very first things that a believer begins to study or begins to come to an understanding of is how to operate by faith. And one of the key verses, or a key verse, there's probably many verses, but I just know of one that's in the top of my head right now, is, is if Hebrews chapter 11, it's in verse 6, I believe it is, it says that, you know, uh, God is only, is that God is really only pleased or that God only acts upon our, you know, just go read the verse that by our faith, you know, God is pleased. So with that being said, here, I want to dissect, and I've talked about faith a lot of different times on my podcast, but, you know, I want to come back to it because it's such a, a, a really it's 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 such a topic or such a you know it's like you know how big of a topic money is here on this earth 
Well, faith is a very big topic because, I mean, you can't even get to heaven without faith. Huh. You know, you, you, you can't, you can't, you can't really, you have to believe that Jesus Christ came to this earth, born of a virgin, died, and you have to believe that and act upon it. And that action is, you know, confessing with your mouth. So there is a doing part. I mean, James talks about that, that faith without, you know, works is dead. So there is a doing part. There is an action part to this. So let's, let's, di- let's dissect, dissect this real quick. And I'm kind of going off of what I've been reading in this book that's been just a really good book to reread. So let's talk about belief, because I know that even in uh, a lot of circles in business, you know, belief is, you know, you got to get belief high, or you got to, you know, uh, you know, a man believe can can believe and achieve anything. Well, belief is only one side. Of the coin. So belief and faith are in and of the same, but you can't have one without the other. So, and it's just a simple illustration that he put out in the book. I've probably used it before, but it just is a great illustration of how faith really works and how the difference between belief and faith. Because there are a lot of people, yeah, I'll, I'll say this, and I've been, I've, I've been part of this. There's a lot of people that believe, but they don't have faith. I know that's hard to say, hard to believe, hard to say, you know, hard to stomach, but it's true. So let's let's talk about that. So let's let's take this this illustration of a, you know, you're you're at a you're a a great Italian restaurant and you're in there with some of your church friends and you know you guys are getting together having a great you know fellowship breaking bread and just eating all the pasta and all the carbs that you can you know stand and all of a sudden this one of your friends sees this gentleman on the outside of of the window outside on the sidewalk and he like literally falls over and he almost is I mean he's skin and bones almost but he's about to fall about to collapse and you see this gentleman one of your friends has compassion and runs out there to this gentleman and brings this person inside the restaurant to your table and there's a medical doctor this part of your part of your uh, party that you're uh, you're you're there and this this medical doctor says look if this man doesn't have something to eat within the next few minutes he's going to starve to death he's going to die and you say well hey waiter i i got the all you can eat bottomless sp- spaghetti and meatballs whip some up real quick and bring it out here. So the 
waiter jumps right to it, runs runs back there, you know, gets the chef to whip up some spaghetti and meatballs. Within about four or five minutes later, you got a full plate of spaghetti and meatballs with a great uh, marinara sauce on it, and it's got, you know, Parmesan cheese on it. And this gentleman that is sitting there about to die, that all he needs to do is eat, he said, you lean over to him, and the doctor also leans over and says, hey, sir, all you have to do is just take your fork and start to eat, and you're going to live. And this gentleman sits there and goes, man, I believe that if I eat this spaghetti and meatballs, I'm going to live. And you say, okay, great, go for it, go. Now, <laughs> eat. And the gentleman goes, man, I, I believe, I believe that if I eat the spaghetti and meatballs, I'm going to live. And you all, everybody in your party is kind of like looking around at the guy saying, what is, what is going on here? Why is he saying this? And lo and behold, two minutes go by and the guy goes, I believe that if I eat these spaghetti meatballs, and before he gets the last word out, he falls over and dies. Ladies and gentlemen, Kingdom Success listener, that is a demonstration of belief. You can believe that that spaghetti meatballs was, but until that gentleman took action actually and I here are the key words when it comes to faith this is this is kind of the definition that I've had for faith for many many years and I actually got it from this book because this is a very clear definition what is faith faith is simply your belief what you believe in action what you believe in action. Now, that action take on many, many forms. Many, many forms. But the currency of heaven is faith. So it is your belief in action. So ever how you believe and how you act is a demonstration of how your faith, what your faith really is. So let's 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 actually look at into let's talk about an example, okay? I'm just gonna give you another example, okay? So, there was a lady that had an issue of blood, and she kept saying inside herself, this is what the Amplified Classic says, she says she kept saying to herself, if I can just touch the hem of his robe, I'll be healed. This is Jesus. She, the, the woman had an issue of blood. Twelve years, doctors, physicians, she spent all her money. She, she, she was out 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 to the last last little bit. And she had been saying, if I can just get to Jesus. Now, granted, she actually was not supposed to be out in public because she had an infirmity. And if you read the Jewish law, that was prohibited. A woman that had an infirmity, of, especially a bleeding infirmity, that she could not, there was a constant flow of blood, she was not supposed to. She took a risk, so she acted. She acted. Number one, she was saying it, so she was building her belief, and she was act. She took action, and reached out her hand, and touched. Touch is an action. Reaching out is an action. 
touched the hem of his garment. And guess what? A transfer, a transfer, a transaction, I should say, of heaven to earth flowed through Jesus to her and she was instantly healed. It's right there in your Bible. Right? Right there in your Bible. Now, you say, well, okay, Tyler, you know, that's in the Bible and, you know, that, you know, I, I, I've got to make, you know, 25 sales calls and I've got to make a sale at the end of this week or, you know, or I'm not going to, you know, make any money or, you know, I've got to, you know, call it, um, I've got to, I want to go to this conference, Tyler. And in order for me to be able to go to this conference, I don't have enough money, uh, to go and, you know, get this conference ticket that costs, you know, X number of dollars. I, I just don't have the money. Okay. Well, let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about faith, right? Now, in order for you to, you got to have belief first. So let's just talk, let's, let's just use a simple example. Conference. You want to go to this conference where these multimillionaires are going to be, or these great, um, could be a, a church conference. It could be a marriage conference. It could be a, whatever kind of conference it could be. It could be any kind of conference that you know that if you go to that conference, you're going to get an immersion of a dose of what you need to receive in order to change your life. Because that's what conferences do. Conferences definitely change people's lives. I, I'm, I'm living proof of that. And you know the value of it, but you just, the money is not there. Okay? So we're just going to talk money. Well, the first thing that you got to have is belief. So what are you believing for? And if you sit there and say, well, I don't know what I'm believing for. I, I just don't have the money. Well, that's, that's number one, the wrong mindset. The wrong mindset. Because, again, let's go to the kingdom. Remember, you're a kingdom citizen. you got to get that in your brain. You, you are a child of the Most High God. And he, he, he says that all your needs shall be met by his riches and glory, it says that Jesus came to, you know, he came, he, he became poor so that you could become rich. All right. I mean, it says in Proverbs that if, if you actually are, if you actually give that and you scatter abroad, it's amazing. It says this in there that you will have plenty. Um, I mean, another example, uh, Isaac, he sowed his seed, the little money that he had, or a little seed he had, in a time of famine, because God told him to stay right there. So he believed, he believed God's word of staying right there, and he sowed right there. He took action. And he reaped a hundredfold return right there. So, instead of you sitting there saying, oh, I don't have the money or I, I don't have enough, you know, money to pay my bills on time. I never seem to have enough money. 
Number one, you got to stop saying that because that is triggering or making you believe that. You got to get your that stinking thinking out of your brain, and you got to change your belief. And once you start changing your belief to believing what the word says, what the kingdom, as a kingdom citizen, says about you, that you're the head, not the tail. You're above only, not beneath. Once you start to change your thinking, all of a sudden, your belief starts to go in a different direction. And then all of a sudden, you might be prompted to act upon something. And that action might be, heck, oh man, I've got this uh, old, and I'm just using baseball card collection that's just collecting dust. Or I've got this uh, antique guitar that I've never played in the last 10 years. But if I went to eBay or if I went to Facebook Marketplace or if I went out to my garage and I said, you know what, I'm going to sell, I don't know, I've got this old uh, refrigerator that's just been sitting in my garage or I've got this gas grill that's just been sitting in you know, my back and I haven't used it in a long time, whatever it is, you, your, your brain will be triggered by Holy Spirit to act. And you will say, oh, hark, I actually do. All my needs are met because I've got this revelation idea. And lo and behold, because you know that you're the head and not the tail, you're above only not beneath, that all your needs are met by his riches and glory in Christ Jesus, not by your own hand, your brain starts to open yourself up and you start to act in faith. You know, I've used this example multiple times, but there was a time where that, you know, Amy and I, we had hardly, we, we really were broke. We were b- below the, we were below zero. And um, I remember calling up the bank saying, hey, I need, uh, I was just going to check my bank balance. <clears throat> this is before we had, you know, fast internet speed on our phones, and this was back in 2001, 2002. And lo and behold, guess what? I had been confessing prior to all this. I began to change my belief. Now I'd been confessing Philippians 4.19, which says, my God shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And I've been saying that and saying it 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 and saying it. Because I need to get my belief level up. Okay? Well, the moment came where that I called the bank to get my bank balance. And I only had $19 in my checking account. $19. Yeah, big hero I was. Well... Lo and behold, I remember I, I, needed, I knew that I needed not to speak negatively. My brain, though, was sitting there going, what are you going to do? 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 But I knew I didn't need to let any unbelief come out of my mouth. Because I've been programming. I've been meditating on the Word. I mean, it just goes back to that meditation. Well, I remember I stood up from my desk, and as I was standing up from my desk, it was like, it, it did not even, I did not even have to think about my confession. But it was like, it got 
squeezed out of me. The pressure of life squeezed this out of me. And the thing that came out of my mouth was, I said, well, my God supplies all of my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Hung the phone up, walked downstairs. By the time I got downstairs, I got a call, a phone call on my cell phone from another company that I'd done business with that was like three or four months ago that I'd done business with them or more than that. And I was like, oh, hey, uh, I can't remember the lady's name. It was called Teresa. Hey, Teresa. She's like, hey, this Teresa from, um, you know, accounting. And uh, hey, I, I didn't know if you were around, but I was just doing some, uh, some uh, closing out some books. And I had noticed that we had not paid you for a job that you did. For us, I'm like, oh, paid. I'm I'm all about being paid. I'm, I, yeah, I, I'm I'm available. She's like, yeah, if you can come by and uh, pick up your check, that'd be great. I'm like, yeah. She says, well, wouldn't you like to know how much it is? And I said, sure. She goes, well, it's about thirty two hundred dollars. And <laughs> literally, I'm like, I'll be over in fifteen minutes. <laughs> but gang. What, what was it? It was, I believed and spoke exactly what I wanted because the belief and then the speaking was the action. And then even me acting and not getting all frazzled and all, you know, stressed out about where the money was going to come from because it's not bills to pay. But lo and behold, the phone rang. Do I feel like it was a God moment? Absolutely. You can't deny that. I, you, can't, you can't tell me otherwise. But that was a transaction. That was a faith transaction that I needed. And whenever I, when that happened, it totally, it changed everything for me. I, I realized that I needed to learn about faith. I needed to go to a whole nother level in faith. You know, I was telling some guys at the night about how that we are so broke and stuff like that. And, but I would sit there and because I knew that God, I had faith that we could not outgive God. All right. I had faith for that. We were so financially destitute that, you know, I just knew that God could get us out of debt. He could, he, he could get us on the right side of everything and have plenty of money. And I was confessing, I was believing, I was changing my brain. And lo and behold, let me get a quick uh, swig of an excess, hang on. Lo and behold, interesting enough, guys, interesting enough that I've been believing, sowing, so forth. And I was telling these guys, you know, look, it start, it just starts with little things. It doesn't, it doesn't take you plopping down a $20,000 check in the offering plate or to a, you know, to a place that has to do that. No. I mean, I do that now, but I didn't do that. But what, what was it that, you know, caused us to do that? Because we believed and we started to act. You know, we, we know what I would do if I was pumping gas at a gas station and a car pulled up beside me. And I didn't do this every time, but I just felt, whenever I felt prompted, 
the car pulled up and say it was a lady or you know, whoever it was. I say, excuse me, ma'am, you know, um, I just feel prompted or feel led of the Lord to actually pay for your gas. Would, would you let me pay for your gas? And the lady would look around and, you know, see if there's any hidden cameras or whatever. I'm like, no, nope, it's no joke. I just feel led of the Lord to do it. She's like, uh, okay. And guess what? I'd pay for her gas. In the belief and in the faith, that I knew that God would provide vehicles debt-free for me. That he would provide nice vehicles debt-free for me. And you know what? Guys, I, I'm not, this isn't like some something that you sit there and I just knew that because it was promised in the Bible that God wants you to be the head and not the tail. He doesn't want you driving around in a junky car. But you've got to actually believe that and speak it and then act. This is how kingdom manifestation happens. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm driving around right now in a $70,000 vehicle right now that is fully paid for. I don't owe anything on it. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. But I took small acts of faith. Small acts of faith. You don't have a small, you, look, it's, it only takes a little bit. I mean, my daughter, and I'll wrap up with this, and I, I thank you, Lord, for reminding me. My daughter wanted a cat, and we were nowhere near. I was not going to let her have a cat. But, but, she had been hearing me talk about putting your faith out there and sowing seed for what you were believing for. Well, I don't have time to go into the details. She sowed probably about two years ago. She sowed about two years ago for a cat, a hypoallergenic cat. And she might have sowed 10 bucks. And she'd been believing, you know, her faith started whack, uh, kind of waning, waning a little bit. And dad even had, um, you know, I would stand in agreement with her. And guess what? Just two days ago, three days ago, what showed up in her little lap? A white Siberian or Himalayan, whatever it is, cat that is hypoallergenic. Manifestation. Transaction. Where belief and faith act. And guess what? Boom. So gang, Know that you're blessed, you're highly favored, you're empowered to prosper, you walk in divine health. Spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys. Gang, we'll catch you on the other side.